Hi, my name's Jack McNeil, a musician and a maker, and you're listening to Propeller's Flight. Flight explores the worlds of birds, soundscape ecology, and music. In this second episode, called Non-Stop, the band are following the bar-tailed Godwit, an incredible wader that exists in that liminal space between land and sea. I've always loved watching the birds at the coast, looking out from clifftops or from boats. It's them that have caught my imagination most. There's something about not being able to go any further, about having to just watch this theatre of air and water as birds arc and dive into the sea. Or disappear, beyond where my eyes can make them out, that makes the air from my clarinet lungs stop. And the music has to carry on in my head. I'm launched into a flight of the imagination. As well as the ensemble sounds of propeller, in this episode, you're hearing sounds from the Lancashire coastline, from Ainsdale Sands, where award-winning nature writer Mark Cocker led me across a vast landscape of wet sand and crunching shell to find the bar-tailed Godwit for myself. We've lost a lot of our rituals associated with the first occurrence of birds. So one time, you know, the appearance of a cuckoo was greeted with a whole body of folklore and you were supposed to count the number of um, songs that it repeated, cuckoos that it repeated, which would indicate how many years you'd got left to, to live or it was an indication of whether you'd have a good year for money or not and all sorts of sort of quirky um, folkloric associations with the returning, the rhythmic and seasonal returning and appearance of birds. But because we've lost this connection with the natural environment, those links have been broken. The sky reels out to sea in the distance over the scar above Kendall as I scuff my way over the hard limestone. I'm running, which is the closest that I get to flying just hard enough and fast enough to not be able to think and hear in the same way, to feel something other for a while. The music that you're listening to right now is Propeller, with electronic musician Leif Cutterjohn searching for something other as well. These are close-miked explorations of their instruments, tapping into the sounds I heard on that beach. Waders have, have occupied yeah, and, and perform some of the most extraordinary migratory journeys of any birds on Earth. A Bartolt Godwit that we become familiar with on the coastline near Preston, where, where it will partake of a sonic environment that includes the sounds of children playing and people walking their dogs and the sound of the funfair at Blackpool and all those things that, that, that furnish our modern, contemporary English lives. And yet this is a bird that by June will be in the far northernmost extremities of land on Earth. In those places it will hear the sounds of 
belugas blowing as they rise up from the Arctic Ocean depths and the sounds of muskox rutting and all the sounds of all the other waders that nest in these marginal landscapes at the very northern crown of our planet and so brings with it a breath of the Arctic wilderness whenever it visits the coastline near Fleetwood and, and Preston and Blackpool on those Lancashire coastlines. I squint to see the last peachy light fading from Morecambe Bay. My eyes make the 20-mile journey in a few wingbeats, and I'm watching them. The bar tails, the sandling, and the oyster catchers. The waders. They're moving around at the edge of the water. Something spooks them, and the whole gathering of birds is thrown into the air, bright white turning in the sun, the crack of wings like a sail changing shape in the wind, and muffled calls come back over the waves to me as I half trip on a grassy bump in the half light. They fly out over from Alaska, out into the Pacific Ocean, and they fly non-stop all the way to New Zealand. It's the longest documented non-stop journey and takes the birds seven or eight days. I change direction and tuck through a gap in the wall edging around the cairn over this moonscape of white and grey rock. I imagine flying for days over the ocean, my breathing ragged and my wings aching. The marine environment, um, the coastal tidal landscape, is highly productive of nutrients and food. And these birds fatten up, packing on the pounds until they actually wobble as they walk. They're so obese. But rather than this being detrimental to their health, the bird has loaded up enough uh, fuel to see it through this non-stop journey to New Zealand. And, and they fly continuously utilising, without a break, their extraordinary respiratory system, processing all the food that they've stored away. The hunger must be exhausting. I can feel my innards shrinking, the space inside my chest echoing louder with each heartbeat. And then eventually, because the journey is so extreme, it starts to metabolise its own muscle and organ tissues so that it is actually digesting itself to complete the journey and then as soon as it lands in a state of, of, of high um, deprivation it, it immediately starts feeding again in exactly the same kind of environment that it left which is one of the sound of lapping water and the presence of small particulate sands on the beaches in the South Island of New Zealand and a landscape that will be, in essence, familiar to it, regardless of where it is on the planet. I imagine other wind birds to my left and my right. Runners resting on the waves below, waiting for the wind to pick up even more so that the exchange between effort and distance for the equation that makes flight affordable to kick in. I imagine how they might feel when they leave that wild edgeland. Months spent gorging between land and sea. Muskox and whale song for company. I'm a full, heavy creature suddenly, feeling the pull of the south like iron filings drawn over the surface of the planet by a hidden magnet. New Zealand is calling. 
bells are ringing. The harshest winter is coming, and so the time to fly south is nearly here. The long flight, the non-stop flight, the nearly die flight. My tracker beeps into action. I get a text on my phone. I've forgotten to turn the sound off, and I'm immediately returned to my own hacking breath and wobbly footing as I brush through the gorse bushes and stride out on the old common ground. I can hear the crashing waves of cars on the bypass, the last bird song of the evening in the inky underwood, and the bell of the town hall ringing in the distance, just like they used to welcome the bar-tailed Godwits arriving in Christchurch, New Zealand. At last, street lamps signal the last mile of my run, and I spook myself, remembering Mark's description of decapitated storm petrels used as nightlights, a woolen wick keeping their oily bodies burning. Suddenly, the road home is full of the supernatural cries of Manx shearwaters passing overhead, navigating the dark like wicked spirits. But these are just common gulls, out for any discarded fish and chips, and I'm soon back home ready to fill my own belly. They don't fly in flocks, no, they can fly completely alone. And it is mind-boggling, you know, the achievements of the other parts of life are truly extraordinary. And the Bartel Godwits solo odyssey to New Zealand, which it does on, a, on an annual basis twice. It might perform that journey 40 times in it, over its whole lifetime. So you realise that all our sense of um, achievement when we make journeys ourselves... I mean, it is as nothing to what a Bartel Godwit has probably been doing for millions of years. In this episode, you heard the band riffing off the sounds I'd recorded on the Lancashire coastline. In episode three, Propeller is searching for a percussive sound world and exploring vocal techniques, multiphonics and elemental quarter-tone grooves. I'll be finding out about the different elements of the soundscape, biophony, anthrophony and geophony. And you'll hear more from Mark Cocker, as well as acoustic ecologist Linda O'Keefe, sound historian David Hindi, and artist Hannah Tulicki. Flight is a propeller production made with support from Arts Council England, our Kickstarter community, and brewery arts in Kendall, Cumbria. Written and produced by Jack McNeil, with dramaturgical support from Annie Rigby. Recorded remotely by the band, with additional seaside material from Propeller and Leafcutter John. It's mixed and mastered by Cameron Malcolm, and if you'd like to support the work Propeller make, then please think about sharing flight with anyone else you know might be interested. Thanks for listening. <laughs>